Welcome to episode five of the Paradigm Shift podcast. In this episode, we are talking to Istvan Karas, who is an economist focused on development economics, innovation ecosystems, and the European labor market's sustainable business management and growth. He is a founding member and president of Pact for Youth. He has an MA in international economy and business and a BA in business administration. He is a true believer in the European project, which has been a catalyst to his work with these European organizations. In this episode, which has a part one and a part two, we are talking to Ishwan about how he has developed himself into the career that he is still growing. I hope you get quite a bit of nuggets from him and his journey and you can relate in some way. Thank you for giving us your time, Ishran. Thank you. How are you? Thank you for the invitation. Happy to be here. I'm fine, thank you. I'm speaking now from Brussels, uh, which has been grey for the past couple of days. But uh, at least here is not as cold. So I hope that the uh, springtime is coming soon. What about Uh, you? I'm okay. Um, I'm, it's very hot here, so I'm (laughs) suffering from a lot of heat, um, right now, but either than that, I think I'm all right. Mm -hmm. Um, so Ishwan, could you tell us about yourself? Who are you? Where are you from? What do you do apart from the short brief I gave in your intro? (laughs) Yes, yes. So I'm Istvan Karas, coming from Hungary, from Budapest, uh, and my whole family is from Budapest, so even my grandparents, and I have great-great-grandparents who were born there, which is quite oh. usual. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, you're not from the village? Uh, no, no, <laughs> I know that. Like, this is what international people are telling me always in Budapest, that, wow, you are really from Budapest? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I am. Uh, and I'm a true patriot, as uh, I love my city. It's I found it amazing, beautiful, and um, as uh, you've been there, so you know as well how architecture is and cultural life uh, it can be quite inspiring and uh, this inspired me actually a lot during my career yeah 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 because uh, Budapest is is so um, it's international but in another sense than usually metropolises are because um, historically it's so diverse that the diversity is something which you really can feel in that city. In architecture, it's very diverse. In culture, it's uh, fascinating. So yeah, it's something special which makes you a different perspective how you look at uh, life, relations, culture, work, uh, the way of thinking, yeah, this is this is something which which is an added value to me during my mm-hmm. whole career. Yeah, even mm-hmm. even in Brussels because now I work and live in Brussels, 
uh, as you mentioned before in uh, Technopolis Group, uh, and uh, this this helps me to to highlight different things than uh, than us of my colleagues. But this is the strength of Brussels as well that it's very diverse, very international, the capital of the European Union. So um, I I just like this. Uh, fuzzy atmosphere that everyone's a bit everyone's looking at the same thing but um, but they understand that a bit differently and this is inspiring and this is the the key for innovation that's the fuzzy atmosphere the fuzzily international uh, atmosphere of what we have here in Brussels as well that oh, we look okay. at things, the same thing but different, but we understand those differently. Can you expound? So how do you understand them differently from your view? Um, for example, um, of course we all understand, uh, let's say, let's say sustainable developments uh, in a different mm -hmm. way that some, for some people um, it, is, it is just, you know, something of, a, um, of not, not a tangible asset or something which is unreachable, but, <laughs> but desired. But for yeah. some people who are more into uh, sustainability and from those regions where it's really something which is working, like uh, in Western Europe, in several countries, there are very good best practices, we can say, that, uh, that are, are something which we should look at and we should learn from each other. Yeah, this is, this is what I meant by that that we look at things, we look at the planet, of course, we want to save the planet, we, we want our children, our grandchildren to live in a, in a world where there's peace and uh, where they can prosper. But uh, how we think on the way for that might be completely different. And this is why I said that I'm a believer in the European project, because it's uh, how it is organized is based on communication, it's based mm -hmm. on uh, resolutions, it's based on negotiations. Because mm -hmm. this is something how we can really achieve sustainability, to, to listen to each other. For sure. Um, so, what would you say, based off of what you just said, in terms of how, I suppose, the integration of different European countries and their perspectives. Um, so yeah, so the integration, so what would you say are defining character traits that you draw from engaging in this integration and these different perspectives um, that guide your way along your career, your journey just generally in life, you had mentioned the diversity or the internationalness of um, Budapest was the inspiration or like the yeah 
inspiration in terms of why you chose the career you chose or the way that you are so could you expound on like what are the what are the character traits that guide you along this journey of life mhm mhm so first of all budapest was the uh, core of that mm-hmm. because uh, because there are quite and there have always been fluctuating times in, in the history of hungary and in the history of budapest um and my curiosity was always how we can talk to people uh to be able to flourish together i know mm-hmm. this is something very utopistic uh from our perspectives but that is feasible eventually and due to my family for example uh with which i've always traveled uh my that's what that's how i could discover the birds first of all because uh my family my father and mother loved traveling and of course they always took uh us with themselves with uh with my uh siblings uh and i could discover the world i could i could travel to more than 45 countries overall so could have let's say a bit of a view on 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 the world as from the perspective of a of a hungarian of an avert hungarian uh okay. which which made me to 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 think what is the way and how we should really achieve something um in personal life or in economics something which can make us sustainable which can make us to develop sustainably so this is how i found that the european project is something which might be interesting to 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 discover more because as you know the european union is very diverse we don't even speak yeah. each other's languages um many of the inhabitants cannot speak a foreign language uh so how to make them to understand each other that's that's a very good question without speaking each other's languages and um there are many there are actually many ways but of course there's a very long way to go Uh, and this is why we call that uh, the european union is a is an ongoing project so for towards integration of course but how do we define integration uh is another question because we mm-hmm. cannot really define integration as a whole without understanding uh it's cultural it's economic uh it's historic um and its regional uh aspects all right so what parts specifically of the european project are you interested in so mhm so now currently as you mentioned um i'm doing the uh 
Factory Youth Association, uh, where mm-hmm. I'm the uh, president, uh, which which means that I'm doing the operations of that as well. It's focusing on youth policies and the integration of youth onto the labor market, uh, especially in Hungary, but uh, or in the V4 countries, so in Poland, Czechia, Slovakia, and Hungary. Uh, but we, yeah, but we have a more European perspective uh, because uh, we'd like to achieve our ultimate goal is to achieve a fair. Um, balance of of uh, internal European migration, not only from the east to the west, but also mm-hmm. from the west to the east. So this is my field of interest uh, connected to uh, the European project, and this is coming actually from a European initiative, which was called Aspect for Youth. Uh, initiative which was for collecting best practices and proposing uh, new policies to the European Commission. So this is one side. The other side is uh, now I'm dealing with research and innovation policies um, Mm -hmm. mostly uh, within the company I'm working in, that's the Technopolis group. Uh, there are several tasks uh, which I'm doing. For example, and I find it very interesting, that's the European Open Science Cloud. It's connected to the European Open Science Cloud, which mm-hmm. has the ultimate goal to connect European research organizations and institutions to be able to use each other's um, advantages. Okay. So, so this is how Europe wants to create its innovation and um, and the new European research area. That's to be able, yeah, yeah, to be able to compete with China and the USA, for example, they want to approach the same issue innovation and how to create a competitive innovative environment without uh, centralizing like it like in the USA there is the Silicon okay, Valley yeah. course or or in China Shenzhen uh, in Europe it's not feasible because there are countries with sovereignty and we mm-hmm. cannot um, allocate all the European money of uh, research in and innovation yeah. towards one place because because uh, this is not how Europe is functioning. So instead, sure. Europe decided to connect uh, its best uh, research institutions, research and innovation and development institutions to be able to cooperate and then to innovate this way while using each other's uh, comparative advantages. So it's it's quite of a, an interesting approach towards innovation and I'm very much interested in that. 
And what we are doing now within the company is the management of the construction of one of the key infrastructures to this project. This is, yeah, that's very interesting. Um, I suppose it does make sense to take that stance as Europe because it is different countries with yeah, different approaches to development and different develop well, similar but different development pursuits for its own people. So you can't necessarily take on a Chinese or a because it's that's one country. Yeah. Um, yeah, indeed, indeed. And besides these, uh, what's another uh, fields of mine here in the company uh, is uh, helping in. Uh, African developmental projects. I mean that uh, writing programs, uh, proposing programs uh, mm-hmm. for the organization on Africa, Caribbean and Pacific countries. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's very interesting as well with uh, a lot of new information I receive. So it's a true learning path what I'm doing right now here. Okay, interesting. I mean, I'd like to have a chat with you about <laughs> that more, <laughs> but it's not. that's for a different time. It's not necessarily for the podcast. Um but yeah, I mean, you're doing some interesting work there. I definitely policy is some of like is like my passion project internally. So generally, working on policies, working on coming up programs, projects that afford a better development trajectory or an alternative development trajectory is always an interesting to talk mm-hmm. about for me. So, based off of all of this. Then what? How? What do you understand when someone says to you, um, "Building a career"? What does that phrase mean to you now? Throughout my career and studies, uh, I couldn't really find it out what I'm doing or how am I doing. But I did always something in consistency. <laughs> so, <laughs> how I started is that I had an objective, an objective Mm -hmm. to reach, to reach an international um, career or something, let's say something international. So it was not too clear, uh, Mm -hmm. but it was related to uh, policies and and, uh, mutual understanding. So this was the key objective for me at the beginning of of my uh, university years or even at the end of the high school years. So I stepped in the student council of my university where uh, I found out that they don't really um, have an approach on how to represent international students on my university, while Corvinus University, where I'm coming from, is one of the most international universities in Hungary. So seven or yes, I think that I started seven years ago or maybe more. No, I think seven years ago. Um, 
I it was it was quite surprising for me, and uh, and I wanted to give something uh, for the university and for the uh, as well for for Hungary to to get international students to know what are the uh, good sides of the country where they are because maybe mm-hmm. in the future they might be potential trading partners or uh, or whatsoever useful for the ha- for the country as well as for their countries it can be important to have a european partner later mm-hmm. on so this was in my mind and this is how i started an integrational process a program represented international students on on uh, on board which was not feasible um in foreign language at that time so that's why yeah. i was the one who who represented them but obviously with um, with a constant communication with with uh, international students as well as organized some tours around hungary etc etc so um this was the first step the second step was to grow this idea on on the national level unfortunately at that time the president of the national union of students was was uh opened to that and he appointed me as a board member to the national union of students on this related topic so yeah so i could i could write some strategies how to approach uh this problematic because that was quite of a national pro- problematic in most of the institutions there were some best practices sure. around but uh, in most of the institutions it was a problematic and uh, and because of this partially and because of course of luck because luck is always something which is needed uh i could start my international <laughs> career at um, at the european youth card association which is based here in brussels the european youth card uh-huh. association okay. is an international organization which ac- which makes the accreditation for uh for youth cards around the continent and not only in the European Union but really in the on the continent so uh, Europe so so this was the beginning of my true international career and uh, this is how I started to go to as many conferences as possible to network as much as possible and um, and due to this through the European Youth Card Association <clears throat> I got in touch with the coordinators of the European Pact for Youth initiative and imagine what happened <laughs> in fact it was both <laughs> well this was the yes this so the first idea of the Pact for Youth Association in Hungary was born during that time and <clears throat> Three years later, the association was born. 
eventually. Because at that time the National Youth Council was the coordinator of that. Um, and my vice president, uh, Lila Nadetsky, was the one who coordinated the whole project. Uh, but of course, because uh, two of us were the initiators of the whole program and the organizers of that, this is how uh, we became the founding members as well. And since then, we are operating it. So, and this is how I could even work in uh, Brussels at a French company. Did I did my internship here. Uh, on the, uh, it was related to sustainability, and then during the pandemic, I, I just wanted something stable and the and the final step to be close to the EU bubble, and I handed in my my application to the uh, traineeship program of the European Commission, which is called as the Blue Book trainee program uh, and this is how I got in touch with the current company I'm working in. So what I want to say during the career that there are the hectic types let's say <laughs> and there are those types who are always coherent and we can say that it seems from the outside that I do everything uh, but it's and none of those are related, but it's not true. Everything is related to each other because the core idea was really to have something uh, for people, something for integration uh, with my true added value because I cannot work in a place where I cannot see my added value and at the current company and obviously in the association I can truly see my added value. Um, so what was my first thing when I looked for uh, the new perspectives is uh, to somehow connect to my interests and to somehow to find something which where I can see my, my added value and where I can develop myself and where I can learn new things. So, well, if I can uh, say something on, uh, on how to build your careers, well, uh, be yourself and, uh, and don't hesitate to to change, but change coherently, without wasting your previous time, what you spent on something. This is the end of part one for of this episode. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you carry on to part two, because he still has more to say. <laughs> <laughs>